What is Peace Brain? Peace Brain is the synergistic connection between our mental and emotional bodies, blending the electrical power of the mind with the magnetic force of the heart. Listen and explore how to create unity worldwide as we blend science and metaphysics and open our hearts and minds to the possibilities of peace on earth and create the life we are each destined for. Featured guests range from angel communicators to zoologists and everything in between. Now here is your host, Dr. Gail Lash. Hello and welcome to the Peace Brain Show. This is your host, Dr. Gail Lash, and I'm happy to have you here today. Today we're going to have a fun um, talk about Vastu, about energy, about how we can change the energy of our places, our businesses, our homes, our environment to make it to be in harmony with, with the earth, with the creator, with our energy and our success. So I have a guest uh, that I'll be bringing on in just a minute to talk about that. I'm very excited about that. We're going to have a fun conversation. And always, though, I open the show with a quote, and then at the end of the show, I have this wonderful transformative meditation. So please stay tuned for our Peace Brain meditation at the end of the show. So now let me open with a quote, and this is a Chinese proverb, and it's actually very short (laughs) and powerful. It says, life is an echo. What you send out comes back. And I like that because it will it, it embodies what we're talking about today, that everything is energy, that we are what our vibration is, what our energy is, and we send out to the world. I'm sure you know about the law of attraction, and, and many years ago the movie The Secret was on, which was about the law of attraction. But it is what we put out there we, we get back. And it makes us aware of changing our energy, that we actually are in charge of what we experience. And that means that if I decide to be happy, you know, and have, then I'm probably going to have a pretty happy day. If I decide I'm frustrated or grumpy or, um, you know, I'm, I'm a little off, I'm anxious, then I go out about my day and I have that experience. So today we're actually going to be talking about how to align ourselves with the energy of the earth, with the energy of the heavens, and our best self, and be able to be our true selves, our our happy self, if you will, <laughs> our divine self, and have our environment support that so that maybe if I am a little anxious one day, if I'm in the right environment, it will help me be able to switch my attitude and have a really great day. So... We're going to be talking about Vastu, and this is um, something that I knew nothing about until I talked with this wonderful lady who's coming on today as our guest. We have Heidi Smith with us, and she's in Atlanta, Georgia, in the United States. And we are, um, let, me, let me read you her bio, because she's just an amazing lady. She's an interior designer and a Vastu consultant Um, located in Atlanta. She creates beautiful, meaningful, and purposeful spaces, and that drives all of her designs. Her desire is that each of us, um, that each of her completed design projects be a soft place to land and a strong place to launch. 
I like that a lot. (laughs) Early in her design career, Heidi was introduced to the ancient and sacred architectural wisdom of Vastu, also known as the mother of feng shui. She studied under master Vastu expert Michael Mastro and began making the science and wisdom of Vastu sustainable in all of her design work, as well as offering Vastu adjustments on its own. Heidi's an intuitive designer who understands how to create a sense of sanctuary in in any aesthetic style (laughs) and in any size space. She knows that even the smallest changes in her clients' living and workspaces can create huge shifts in their lives and environment. Adjusting a single element is often the key to creating prosperity and balance in other areas. Her years of professional design experience and Vastu wisdom help her clients connect to and express their true selves while reducing the stress, struggle, and imbalance in their homes and businesses. Welcome, Heidi, to the Peace Brain Show. Thank you, Gail. I'm thrilled to be here. So I I never knew about Vastu. I'm so glad you're on today. Um, I never knew about it. I'd heard of feng shui, of course, and I actually had a couple little books on it and, you know, had dabbled in how to change my bedroom around and all that good stuff, the furniture arrangement, et cetera. But tell us about Vastu. Like, where did it come from? You, you have in your bio, it's the mother of feng shui. So explain a little bit about that. Sure. Well, Vastu actually predates feng shui. Vastu has <clears throat> been around for over 10,000 years. Feng shui wow. is about 3,000. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. So it's considerably older. Yes, yes. Um, it's been around for a long, long time. And um, like you, I did know uh, some about feng shui. And what little I did know, I was already doing intuitively. Um, and But it really wasn't anything that particularly drew me in to, to know more about it. But when I saw this word Vastu come across an email to me one day many years ago, uh, it, it just drew me in. It, it had some kind of uh, power that I had not experienced. And um, I went to uh, listen to this talk, and the speaker uh, eventually, Michael, became my teacher and friend. And uh, I haven't looked back. I just, I, um, it resonated so deeply uh, for me, and I wanted it for myself. I, at that time, didn't think about really sharing it with clients, um, and because uh, I thought maybe it was a little too esoteric, but in fact, it's a science. <laughs> and so throughout the years, I've become more comfortable talking about it uh, to the point now where um, it's just, it's who I am. It's part, it's very much, part of who I am and what I offer and uh, what I'm here for. So you say it's a, it's a science. Explain that a little bit more because I know that when we talk about energy, many people who are into just in, not into the spiritual side of life, let's put it that way, into more the, the practical, if you will, sides of life or the materialistic, how can we, you look at Vastu not as an energy, well, I mean, you probably do look at it as an energy tool, but it is, um, but you're saying it's a science. So explain that more. Right. So, you know, it's somewhat similar to feng shui, um, uh, but the the biggest differential is that it's 
mathematically based. There's a oh. mathematical system, yes, that, that we use in Vastu that allows for, you know, a stronger process and uh, more sustainable results. Um, and it, we work with the planets. We work with the, the five natural elements, you know, to balance our spaces. So, you know, we are somewhat similar to feng shui in that way. But that is the biggest differential is that the mathematics involved. Hmm. Okay. Thank you for explaining that. That makes sense. And tell us what the five elements are. Sure. It's air, water, fire, earth, and space. Okay. So we, we you and I have talked because we are designing a house that we're building um, in Belize. <laughs> and yeah, we had so talked exciting. about kind of, and I, look, I went online, and I know that any of our listeners can go online and find out about kind of the principles of Vastu, and it was interesting to me some of the, the principles. So let's talk about that for a minute, because I know those are widely available online. For example, I know that we decided to face our, our house in the cardinal directions, east, west, north, south, south and then the heavier or um, how can I put it? I'm thinking about the garden around the house. The heavier spaces are to be with tree plantings, et cetera, to the south and the west, and the lighter areas with the more softer and, and less dense uh, garden in the east and the north because the the god space is in the northeast um, and the the hot and the you need to be protected in the south and the west. So tell us some of these principles and how they how they work and why they're sure sure well yeah they're, they're, you, you explained it very well um so yes our our north and our east is that's where our prosperous rays are so it would make sense that we would want you know um clearance to those rays right so that's where you know we see our windows and our entrances and where we see less uh, growth uh, in terms of our plantings and so on and so forth, and where we want our, if possible, our elevation of our plat where we live to slope to the north as if, you know, we had outstretched arms, like, you know, I'm here. <laughs> you know, send, send those prosperous rays this way. I'm open. I'm receiving. Whereas in the south, that's where our harmful rays come in, the heat, you know, that we get in the middle of the day, the end of the day. And so it would make sense there, too, that we have coverage, if you will. So that's where our, you know, our taller trees go and um, where we have hopefully, you know, no windows, but that, of course, is unrealistic um, in today's world. But um, ideally, that's the way they, they built on Bostu. Um methods many, many years ago, but to have then the slope of our plat, if you will, rise in the south and the west so that we are protected more so from those harmful rays. So it's just, it's staying in alignment with what nature is doing. We mm-hmm. align, uh, you know, our homes, our buildings, what have you. Now, obviously, we haven't built that way for thousands of years. But through Vastu, there are rectifications that we can make to any any structure. 
that will align us to the forces of nature so that, you know, we are fully supported. So let's talk about aligning with the forces of nature. Why is that important? So that we have full support for every endeavor of our life, whether that be um, uh, our health, our careers, our finances, and, and even our relationships. So that, you know, we're not going to live a completely stress-free life, but being aligned with the forces of nature allows us to live with a whole lot less stress so that, again, that we have the support of nature. We have that natural support that is our birthright, but it's about aligning our spaces and clearing the blocks of the energy that may be prohibiting that. So many of our cities obviously are not lined up with the forces of nature. <laughs> um, I know that this isn't, this isn't usually taught, I guess, in architectural school or design school, um, at least here in the United States. But how can we – so the mindset of the Western person or uh, colleague, business person, and as a developer is not necessarily in this Vastu, this aligning with nature mindset – how can you, how do you, I would say, convince them or explain to them that this is important? Do you have some examples you can share? Or um, why is it to the advantage of a developer when they're coming in to go ahead and do this at the very beginning? Right. Uh, to, you know, just right from the beginning, you know, we, we all require support in our lives. And um, there are many ways to go about, you know, receiving that support. And Vastu is, is a key way to receive that. We are in our homes a lot. We are in our offices a lot. And so to have the support or have these, these entities be balanced to support all that we are here to do uh, just, you know, makes perfect sense. So, for example... Uh, one of my clients said, uh, you know, I, we make plenty of money. My husband and I make plenty of money, but we just can't seem to hang on to it. And so that was a very good tip off for me to, when I went into their space to balance the space, um, not only did I focus in a particular area for the, for the, the finances, I go in and balance the entire space to release any blocks uh, that may be there. But I will be drawn to a particular focus given any sort of hardships that uh, a client may or may have or need support in. So sure enough, in the northeast sector of their home, there was all this clutter, heavy objects, heavy furniture, um, lots of overgrowth outside their house. So going in and making these recommendations of, you know, what they needed to do to, to change this, to open, again, remember we talked about the north and the east being our, being our prosperous, the prosperous rays. So now by clearing the clutter within and without, we've opened that portal saying to the universe, yeah. Gimme, gimme, send it the way. <laughs> you know, help me hang on to what I do have and help me to grow what it is that I want to grow. That's our growth area. 
So what we want to have grow, we want those seeds, if you will, planted in the Northeast. Excellent. Good job. And so it sounds like it was successful. It was very successful. Uh, Just, you know, so we we have more, I like to use the word control, but we have more, hmm, we we have the ability to really uh, bring more emphasis, you know, to our life into those quadrants of career, health, finances, and uh, relationships. We we have a lot of, um, you know, that natural ability to do that. And when we align ourselves and are in compliance with FOSTU, you know, any number of wonderful things can happen, enhancements, what have you. Um, it just increases the joy and happiness, the mm-hmm. sweetness of life. So you, you make me think of, you know, if you go into a designer home, because you're an interior designer, and you go into a home yeah. that's been designed to be beautiful, that we walk in and we have this uplifting feeling, we have this appreciation, we have this awe sometimes, you know, of, wow, this is a model home, this is a designed home, it's beautiful. We just know intuitively in our own feeling what is beauty. And it feels like what you're describing to me is with Vastu, when you align a home, let's just use a home as, a, as an example, although I know this works for businesses as well, that you'd walk in and you'd just feel the energy would be different. Is that true? That is 100% true. It just feels different. It feels uplifting, like you said. That's a beautiful word. I love that. It feels uplifting. I mean, right? Uplifting. We are supported. That uplifting feeling means that we are supported in our life. I mean, I just have goosebumps all over me. I mean, that's that's key. Why not? You know, mm-hmm. like, why not? We support it in your life. It's so easier than what we think. Yes, <laughs> you're right. We all need support. And the more we yeah. can get, the better to to really do our own thing. So that brings me to a question of, you know, everyone's di- everyone's different. Everyone has their own talents and gifts and jobs and uh, skills that they're doing in their business and their work, you know, their work, their play, their homes. And so you go into a house, and so you have these universal principles, it sounds like, that you can go into any space and laid down a template onto a, a, a space, but each person is different. So how does Vastu, how do, this is my real question here, I guess, how do the universal principles of Vastu work with our individual individuality to be able to enhance me, for example, versus you or, or someone else and, and make them be better at what they do? be it a business corporation or be it a person in their skills in their life's journey? Sure. How do you know? Yes, yeah. I understand. Yeah, that's a great question. All your questions are great, Gail. Thank you. <laughs> um, making, me, making me think today. Um, yeah, so, so um, the way Vastu, in essence, is a guide. Right, and so I view it as a guide, and there are, and I think we talked about this the other day even, that uh, every once in a while I'll bump up against something and say, well, you know, uh, based on Vastu, this this really needs to um, uh, go be placed here, and this needs to be placed there, but yet 
my feeling, my intuition, my sense, my gut says, no, it, it really works better here. And that could be because of the client that I'm working, you know, for, um, or just energetically, you know, I tap into um, and override several times, you know, um, uh, what bots do may or may not say, uh, just based on the feeling of the space as it relates, yes, to the client. So I'm there to support, to help support them. My work, you know, will do that. At the same time, I have to consider the nuances, you know, of their lives. What, um, uh, what, what specifically are they asking to have support in? And so, again, if we went back to the finances, um, I would suggest, you know, this has to happen here. Let's put some emphasis over here in this quadrant in the Northeast, clearing the clutter and what have you. And then to that, I would add some additional enhancements to further the prosperity, you know, for them. Um, somebody is um, has a health concern or whatever, I will be focusing uh, stronger uh, attention and energy from my own self into that area and be thinking about or intuiting about what else can I bring to that area that would help in addition to just the basic principles of Vastu. Uh, that will enhance their life and and provide some openness to heal. So when you say, what else can I bring to the area besides these universal principles, what what are the kinds of, just give me one or two examples of a little extra something you'd bring to an area? Sure. So it could be, um, uh, I may suggest a a, a water fountain in the Northeast Mm. to increase the flow right, increase the flow of our finances, uh, just simple things like that. Um, and I may um, um, erect a small altar to uh, bring in more powerful um, energies, you know, in any of those areas. Um, mm-hmm. It depends on, um, you know, what I'm sensing, what the client is, uh, how much the client is willing to do. Um, you know, some people are like, well, you know, I really don't want an altar sitting in, in the middle of my living room in the, in the northeast <laughs> part right. of my, my home. But then there are people, there are plenty of people who do, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, and, and there are subtle ways to design these things, by the way, um, that can, you know, offer that same sort of enhancement, whether it's, a, you know, relationships, career health and, and the finances. It's it's pretty mm-hmm. exciting um, to be yeah. able to do that and to be able to top, tap into uh, um, the individual, you know, uh, need. I, I really enjoy that. That's a, I love that challenge of, okay, <laughs> yes, here are the basic principles of Vastu, but what can I do specifically for this person, this person, this personality? Uh, to enhance their life. So Got it's it. always a, a step in addition to. Yeah, that makes sense that you're personalizing it. And, and I just want to comment that, for example, I've got a fireplace in my office with a mantle, and the mantle is my altar. You know, I've got some sacred objects sure. that are sacred to me on that yeah. mantle. So that so it can be something that's pretty subtle. You're absolutely correct. Um, or yeah. in a kind of logical place that one might put it. Um, 
so when we when we go into that next step of thinking about how we can support ourselves through this this work, what's the first thing that a person would need to do besides call you, of course? And let me just give everyone your website. <laughs> uh, it oh, is Heidi. You. Lsmith.com. That's H-E-I-D-I-L-S-M-I-T-H.com. It's HeidiLsmith.com. Uh, you can find out more about Heidi Smith there, obviously, and her Vastu design. So, so what's kind of the first step? What if someone's interested in this? Sure. What I would uh, one of the first things that I would ask them is, um, and they could be thinking about this, your listeners can be thinking about this, are you experiencing any challenges? Um, in Good a, question. In a, <laughs> yeah, well, right, and most people go, yes, <laughs> myself included. Um, and so, um, you know, I would be probing a little further. I don't need to know details, intimate details or anything. It could just, are you experiencing any challenges in your finances or um, in your career, has there, you know, maybe somebody is saying, well, you know what, uh, I do a great job at, at, at my, um, in my work, and, you know, I've been in line for this promotion for the longest time. Um, I would be focusing in that area for them because that is telling me that, well, gosh, you know, everybody deserves to have a promotion, right? And so mm-hmm. let's, let's enhance that. Let's support that. What's going on? in your environment that could be blocking the energies from that happening. Um, So that would be a discussion that I would, you know, what's going on in your life, you know? um, um, And some people call and just, you know, say, hey, I'm looking for a new new home. Uh, Can you consult with me? Well, like, you know, you and I have talked, Gil. Can you you consult with me on that? Um, And so I'll go out with people to do that in person as well as, you know, remotely. But, um, you know, I would, what is your, you know, what is your key challenge? Not that we can't have challenges in all aspects of our life, but what's your key challenge? And let's focus on that. So you just mentioned that if it was someone with career, for example, they hadn't gotten a promotion and they felt they were due one, and you said you'd focus on the career aspect. Explain that a little bit more. In other words, I think on the template of, of Certainly, of feng shui, I know, and I obviously I believe Vastu has a like. There's certain parts of your house or your area that correspond to career or correspond to different aspects of one's life. Could you explain that a right. little more? Right. Sure. And in fact, um, well, the, the thing that's coming in for me, and I know people don't want to hear this, but it's the the biggest tip I can give, um, and and I'm happy to give it is is we all have too much stuff. You know, the majority of us have too much stuff. Even myself, I live very, you know, much a minimalist lifestyle, certainly compared to what I used to live. And even, you know, I get the stacks of paper here and there. Um, You know, we don't have to be necessarily anal retentive about these things, but there is a certain order that we have to maintain that tells the universe that, yeah, you know, I'm on top of this. I don't need all this stuff. I'm clearing the energy. All of it has energy. The stuff, the stacks of paper, everything has energy. And depending on where those stacks of paper are, whether that's in the Northwest, that's Northwest being our relationship, or the Southwest, our career, clear it. You know, like get rid of it. Um, Repurpose it. 
give it away, sell it, uh, and maybe it's time to burn it and throw it out. But to always maintain, you know, um, uh, clear portals, you know, for the energy to work. Energy, you know, energy has to move, and it has to move around our furniture. It has to move around our paper <laughs> and our computers <laughs> and our lives. You know, we don't want our energy to, to stagnate, to block, to, to get blocked. And clutter is the biggest uh, problem that the majority of us have is having too much stuff. So if we can clear that, it, it, amazing things can happen. And that, that you wow. can do on your own. You don't need me to come in and do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. And, <laughs> and, and I laugh because we're doing that right now is clearing the clutter of the last 25 years in this house um, that we've accumulated a lot. And it's been very organized. It's been very beautifully laid out. But it, um, but it adds up. You're absolutely correct. So, <clears throat> so let's digress for just a minute and talk about... I know that, oh, see, I'm having trouble. I need to cough. <clears throat> My fifth chakra is speaking <laughs> here uh, about all this. It's pretty funny. The, so it, is, it had been my challenge, and I'll just share this with the listeners, um, all of you out there, that when I look at cataloging my life, you know, do I need to do that? That's number one. And I know that a lot of my friends who are younger in their 20s say, no, I don't need to know who I've been or catalog too much, even though obviously there's a lot of digital photographs on some cloud or hard drive somewhere. But but in those times of us who've lived with a lot of paper before the Internet or before everything has been digitized like it is now, that I know I've got a lot of things that my mother saved for me of my my Girl Scout you know, handbook and my, my badges sure. and and some papers I did in elementary school and high school and college and things like that. And so just as a tip, this is what I've decided to do, is to take photographs of those that have meaningful stories. In other words, to go through those trunks that she has that I've been holding on to, you know, in some attic, et cetera, that um, to go through and say, okay, this has meaning. Let me take a photograph of that or do a little video um, it, with the with the end result of putting together a little video story of it, throwing mm-hmm. it up on my YouTube channel or whatever, just to remember when I get really older and want to look back and say, okay, what the heck have I done with my life? Here's at least some little points of it. But do you have any suggestions about all that? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's a great idea. In fact, I know somebody who does what you're doing professionally. Um, she, oh. you know, uh, <laughs> does the video stories, and yeah, yeah, she does the video stories and all that for that reason. And I personally have been through many times what what you're doing. I've been through many moves, um, but I just think about um, uh, when my parents were ill uh, a number of years ago, and they've since passed. But my brother and I had the responsibility of clearing out their home, and I didn't know this growing up. But but I guess it's true for my father too. But I think it's more true for my mother. They were hoarders, not in the in the um, unkempt you know way or the the. Um, um, you know, the way that we typically think of, of them. And I actually don't like that word. I, I It feels harsh. I like 
keeper of things feels a lot softer and kinder. <laughs> you know, it's true. Yeah. But but it was our job to to take care of these things. And it was you know National Geographic from 1965, and this was literally just 10 years ago. You know that we went through this. <laughs> so um, these things weigh weigh a house down, weigh a home down, weigh your life down. They weigh, they have, they have energetic weight on your being. And just a quick story around this, um, my brother mm-hmm. really had the, the, the tough part of emptying the house because it was a thousand miles away from I live, from where I lived. And um, he would be telling me, I've got this and that, and we're having an estate sale, and okay, the house is empty. And a couple of months later, I went up to see my parents, who were now in a nursing home. And um, he had kept back a mattress in his bedroom and a mattress in my bedroom, and we were going to spend one last weekend in the house, in the family house. And I was dreading that. Um, I was feeling very sad about that, or, or anxious, rather, about it, because I thought I was going to feel really sad, and it was going to be really hard, and here I am, I'm going to walk into this house, and my parents aren't there, <clears throat> and the kids are there, um, and none of our stuff was there. And so the reaction that I had was startling, and in a good way. So the door opens and I walked in and my breath was just taken away and I was filled with this immense joy. I can feel it in my body now. Mm. And all of um, <clears throat> well, and all of the um the good memories flooded in. Um, you know, things weren't always easy growing up there. Um, but the good memories floated in and um wow. It was just a beautiful experience, and, and I was just uplifted, right? There's that word again. I was simply uplifted, and we had a joyous weekend without mm-hmm. any of the stuff. So I say all that to say that start with the corner <laughs> of your desk. <laughs> start with the corner of your desk and just, you know, wipe it clear. And just, it, you will feel differently, you know, you mm-hmm. will. And just start little by little. You'll get that. You'll get that confirmation and that assurance. Yep, keep going, keep going. And imagine, you know, uh, it's not just about clutter. I mean, there are blocks that happen in other ways uh, in our in our homes too, with our walls and our floors, etc., furniture. Um, but this is an easy, easier said than done, I suppose. But it's a but it's an easy thing for people to understand um, because they can do it. They can, it's tactile. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, it's, it's just um, all sorts of wonderful things can happen through the ways of us too. Wow, what a beautiful memory <clears throat> and affirmation of cleaning out the house and having that, that positive experience. Good job. <laughs> yeah, thank so you. So is, yeah. is there any formula in Vastu of, you know, I'm looking around at my walls in my office right now as we're speaking, of saying... You know, only <clears throat> excuse me, only hang like two objects on this wall, or you know, going back to that minimalist and that decluttering. Is there is there anything in Vastu that talks about kind of the the how can I put it the maximum or the or the preferred number of stuff you're supposed to have in a space? Sure. Well, I think or not. Basically, not. 
Uh, uh, you asked specifically in numbers, so I, I would come at that from a designer perspective as well as boss do, and that's okay. why for me it just works. It just makes sense that I would have found boss do as you know a spiritual designer, <laughs> and yes. that there's a, a sense of too much. For, you know, I have that. You know, and there listen. There's plenty of designers out there that are happy to put you know too much stuff into your house, and that works for them, and it works for their client. Um, I am all about, you know, let's not tip the scale to too much because mm-hmm. that energetically starts to block the space. And so, and the other thing that I would say as a designer is is that when we have too much stuff, we really don't notice the 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 other you know the wonderful things that there can only be one star of the show right I would say that is to to mm-hmm. clients is the one star of the show and um, so it's one of those things that kind of pick a lane like what do you want to highlight here and let that be highlighted um, and there's always the supporting cast if you will that you know but it's a it's a it's a touch that you know I believe that I I do have uh, both aesthetically and energetically. And have a have an uh, innate sensitivity to that. So, but less is more. That's a very famous quote. <laughs> and I believe it is. that. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Again, we're speaking with Heidi Smith, and her website is heidilsmith.com. So you bring up a, a good point, Heidi. Of you know, we just we just took our bookcases. We had two bookcases in our living room uh, behind the couch, and we. We just took all the all of them down and gave them away, <laughs> and so mm. all the books and the bookcases are gone. So now you can see the wall, and we just hung one picture on each of mm. those walls. And people have walked in since we did that and went, "Wow, I see things in here I didn't see before." And and I'm nothing else in the room yeah, has changed. I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just the confirmation of what you're saying of. They're now noticing yeah. those other stars of the show, yeah. if you will, because yeah. the that heaviness was gone. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. I love so it. Yeah, a, exactly right. Let's talk a little bit about businesses, because I know not only we've been talking mainly about homes and residences, but and actually I want to go back to one comment you made, and that was in the, the northeast room or in our kind of our – divine space that we have that can support us the best. You mentioned a water fountain. Could that also be outside in the garden? So I want to talk a little bit about garden spaces and business spaces. Sure, sure. Uh, Yes, so you can, you know, business spaces, garden spaces, home spaces, uh, putting our, our, a water element or, you know, we'll call it a water fountain um, and I like I like moving water. You know, I like that it's flow, right? That's mm-hmm. that's the whole image of flow. We want our finances to flow with ease, right? Just make sure it's clean. Make sure we keep it clean. I've got a water fountain on on my balcony. But I'm like, ooh, it's getting a little green. It's, you know, it's not green with money. <laughs> it's green with a little bit of slime, and it, that's telling right. me it needs to be clean. So honor those those things. You know, keep things clean, uncluttered, and clear. So that you are open to more prosperity, and um, gardening is one of those things as well. It's <clears throat> I'm getting in my throat too. Um, uh, you know, just natural beauty. Um, 
are, you know, low-lying bushes uh, or shrubs, if you will, in the Northeast so that, you know, those prosperous rays are coming, you know, toward you, toward your business, toward your home. Um, and, um, yeah, the, I love the idea of, um, and, and Gail, you have this in, in your home, a labyrinth um, would be a lovely um, place in the East, you know, to to mm. have that, and mm-hmm. along with the water elements. And, um, <clears throat> but remember that it's the same concept with, with our indoor spaces where less is more. Um, in our outside spaces, we've, you know, I would uh, invite your listeners to sort of be mindful of driving around and, and, and looking at various homes and their front yards, their gardens. And, you know, there are those gardens that, you know, certainly are not tended to. And that's a direct message to the universe that says, I don't really care so much. You know, I don't really care so much. And just while it doesn't have to be um, Architectural Digest perfect, um, there are many things that you can do to help, you know, keep it up, uh, keep it, uh, keep it, uh, the, the grass shorn and so on and so forth. Um, and then there are other spaces that they just have too much, <laughs> you know, too many flowers, too many this, too many that. It's like, what's going on here? And it begins to lose its beauty. And beauty mm-hmm. is an essential part of us too. And beauty, by the way, is an essential part of life. And so... Yeah. You know, they kind of missed the the boat, if you will, on doing too much, and and when we do less, that's where I believe the true beauty, you know, is able to emerge naturally. Excellent. Yes, I just want to share that there's a Native American prayer or poem that says, um, see if I can remember this. It says, uh, "In beauty, I walk." With beauty before me, I walk. With beauty behind me, I walk. With beauty above me, I walk. With beauty below me, I walk. I walk. With beauty all around me, I walk. I walk in beauty. So oh. it's the cardinal directions there, and the up, up, down yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I just lit up like a Christmas tree. I got goosebumps everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> just brought so, yes, up a lot of emotions. we are creating beauty in our lives and that helps us obviously as we said at the very beginning to be our best self to be our true self and to use our skills and talents and gifts to make a better world to make a difference to do what we're here to do whatever that may be in our individual uh individualness <laughs> um yes. yeah so excellent so a business mm-hmm can obviously benefit from this as well if walking into their corporate space sure. or um, helping them meet not only the yeah. bottom line but the spiritual line, <laughs> and I guess, mm-hmm. in their business. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Um, some good tips for a business <coughs> owner or, or sure. um, story? So, uh, yeah, sure. So, um, <coughs> excuse me, uh, business owners... You know, again, we want the, the prosperous rays from the north and the east. So, your welcome area in your your uh, business um, would be facing east. You know, when your customers or your clients walk in, it's you know we're all greeted with that prosperous energy, and you're telling the universe, "Yes, I'm open open to clients." Now, we don't all have 
the luxury of having that eastern or northern um, access, right? So we do our best with FOSS2 to, to correct that, to make a rectification that, that will open you to more of that. Um, and if it's a freestanding business, if you will, again, it's the same concept of, of, our, of our gardens. Um, if it's in the north, facing the north or the east, we want the gardens to have an openness to them, a welcomeness to them, not be overgrown or uh, cluttered or, you know, our walks are swept. Um, and a lot of people are probably going, man, I got a lot of work to do. <laughs> you know, the thing is you just, you know, do what you can. Um, do what you can and and know that, you know, just by making a step each day, uh, that will make a difference. And you'll see it. You'll feel it. You know, you'll experience it. So other things in businesses, um, which way are we facing when we are working? Um, you know, are we facing the, the optimal direction to, to enhance our work and to create an ease and flow and grace, you know, as we talk to clients during the day and um, offer our services and, um, you know, have meaningful conversations. Um, there are many things that we can do to enhance those experiences. Um, it's important to feel good while we're at work, just as it is to feel good when we're home. These are sacred spaces. I believe that our spaces are sacred, but they don't always feel that way. And that's mm-hmm. the beauty of us. It'll, mm-hmm. It allows and creates those sacred, clear, and um, life-enhancing spaces. Fantastic. So I have a quick question, or not really, well, yeah, it's a, it, and then we are getting toward the end of the show, and I'd love for you to um, provide our listeners with your wrap-up, your last words of wisdom. But I'm thinking also I have a lot of friends, you know, I'm here in North America, you are too, who are in the southern part of the earth, but again, obviously, the sun rises in the east and sets in the west every day. So this is universal to wherever you are in the world, correct? Us two principles? Yes. Yes, right. it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, makes good. it easier so, that way. Yeah, <laughs> that would. You wouldn't have to worry mm-hmm. about um, Like if you're doing star charts or something, southern hemisphere, northern hemisphere, et cetera. But uh, okay, so what right. what would you like to wrap up with our our listeners, Heidi? Well, it's um, Vastu is something that, um, in fact, if you go to my website, I just posted a blog yesterday, my uh, most recent blog yesterday, and um, I think the way I'll wrap up with is what the blog talks about is that when I. Um, discovered Vastu or Vastu discovered me a number of years ago. I was going through um, um, the uh, breakup and breakdown of a, a long marriage, 23-year marriage, and leaving the safety uh, of, you know, my family life. And um, it was about this time that Vastu came in um, and you know, someone said, well, how did you, how did you hear about it? And I said, well, I, you know, my story was always, well, I got this email from a friend. The friend said, hey, you might be interested in this. And I went to listen to it. And yes, 
and became a practitioner and so on and so forth. But now I know why uh, it came to me. And it was so that I could always feel safe no matter where I lived, whether it was in a 4,500-square-foot house or whether it was a 650-square-foot apartment or a shoebox. <laughs> that mm-hmm. Vastu always created, I just get emotional thinking about it, always created and creates a space where I feel like I belong somewhere. And mm-hmm. that was the biggest and the hardest part of leaving my uh, marriage is that, wow, <laughs> you know, where, where, where will I belong? How will I belong in this world again? I didn't know. And uh, listen, there were some bumpy steps. Um, but I shudder to think what those bumpy steps would have been like without the support and the nurturing of Vastu. Um, so I say to, you know, anyone out there, if you're, you know, in a phase of your life where things are um, roller coastering and not feeling so great, um, you know, bring some Vastu into your life, even if it's, if it's you maybe removing the clutter. Remember, we have clutter in our relationships too. Um, and just know that um, align yourself with the natural elements, the planet, the Vastu. And, um, you know, your life will open and shine and, you know, you'll be safe again. Wow. Thank you, Heidi, for that beautiful story and for wrapping up in such a a brilliant way. I really appreciate it. (laughs) Um, Mm. Thanks for being on the Peace Brain Show. Well, Gail, thank you, and, and, and thank you for all the light that you bring to this world. It's your willingness to do that, and, um, you know, I'm just blessed to know you and um, to feel the frequency of your light. Um, it's Aww. beautiful. Thank you so much. I, I truly appreciate mm-hmm. that. Ah, so, everyone, you can find out more about Heidi Smith at HeidiLSmith.com. That's H-E-I-D-I-L-S-M-I-T-H.com. And find out about Vastu Design, her company, and her beautiful way of making your spaces feel beautiful and supportive and uplifting. <laughs> so, everyone, just take a breath now. Hmm. And we're going to go into the Peace Brain Meditation which is something that I always make up on the spot (laughs) because we never know where we're going to go until the very end of the show. So take a breath, and and I invite you to close your eyes if you choose or not. It's up to you. (sighs) So I invite you to create a grounding cord, which is your connection to Mother Earth. I like to envision a beam of light coming out of my base of my spine and going all the way down to the center of the planet, and anchoring into her crystal core. It can be a tree trunk or a a waterfall or a monkey's tail, (laughs) whatever works for you. And just feel your connection to Mother Earth. And take a breath. And say hello to Mother Earth. And allow her to say hello back to you. Just notice what you notice how your body feels, what message you might get from her. You might just get a hello. You are supported by Mother Earth. 
You are supported by her beautiful gifts, her beautiful air, earth, fire, water, metal, her light. And now as you are connected to Mother Earth, ask her to bring you one gift. What do you want in your life to be supported in your in your next part of your your journey, your life's journey? One gift. Not that of course you can get many gifts. You you will receive many gifts. But what's the most important gift you're asking at the moment? Hmm. And send her great love and gratitude for this gift that you are receiving. I was going to say that you will receive, but own it, own it, that you are receiving. And now I invite you to bring a beam of light up your spinal column and out the top of your head and up into the, the heavens, up to Father Sky, and say hello to Father Sky to whomever you may worship in your religion or work with in your meditations, whomever Father Sky is to you. And receive a hello back from Father Sky, a recognition you exist, you are important. And bathe in that beautiful light that comes down from Father Sky into your body, into the top of your head, those beautiful golden or white rays that come down into your being. You are supported by both Mother Earth and Father Sky. Take a breath. And then I invite you to ask Father Sky for one gift to bring into your life. Send that message up to Father Sky through your beam of light, your column of light, and ask for that gift, and then receive that gift, and actually bring it into your life as if you have it now. So I invite you to see your life, your new life, if you will, incorporating both of these gifts, the gift from Mother Earth and the gift from Father Sky. What does your new life look like? And take a breath and be at ease. Feel the freedom, the sense of accomplishment, And feel the beauty in that support that Father Sky and Mother Earth are giving you. And feel the love that comes in as well with these gifts. For you are so loved. You are love. I invite you to love yourself (laughs) and know that you are the embodiment of love at least in this very moment. And I say that because many times we forget and we don't feel that we are love. But feel it now. 
even if you may forget when you go back into your chaotic life or your your fantastic life, whatever it might be, do know that essence, feel the essence of the love that you are. And you are so supported by by Mother Nature, Mother Earth, by Father Sky, the Creator. These energies are here in your life. They're part of your body and your being, your spiritual essence. And now look at the space around you or just visualize it in your head and see it too being that beautiful support of you, of your mission, of your purpose here on the planet. And know that as was suggested in our talk with Heidi Smith today, that you can declutter, you can rearrange, you can bring that beauty and light, these energies into your spaces, into your playtime, into your homes, into your businesses, into your gardens, into every place you walk and be, so that you can be your authentic self, your grand self, your amazing self. <laughs> So take a breath and feel that amazingness that you are. And I invite you to open your eyes, come back to your room, your chair, wherever you are. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Peace Brain Show today with my guest Heidi Smith. And again, you can find out more about Heidi and Vastu Design at HeidiLSmith.com. And if you want to find out more about me, Dr. Gail Lash, your host, you can go to my website, Tourism for Peace. Dot com, or you can email me at hello at peacebrain.org. So now please go forth and activate your peace brain and think about creating your peace park, uh, this beautiful place that we can have these dialogues about what peace is on the planet and put it on our World Peace Trails map. Thanks for tuning again today to the Peace Brain Show. Many blessings. Namaste. Thank you for joining us on the Peace Brain Show. You can find us at tourismforpeace.com. Be sure to check out Dr. Gale's Akashic Records readings, her peace master plans for your business or organization, and her book, Hashtag Opt for Peace, Nine Essential Steps to Achieving Peace, Power, and Prosperity. Tune in to BBS Radio, Station One, every other Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific and 9 p.m. Eastern to the Peace Brain Show for your installment of wonder, inspiration, and practical peace.